This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, we're back with another episode of Real Wives in Radio. I'm Tanya. I'm Dorothy. And this is, is going to be a really good episode. Women definitely want to tune in and listen because... Um, it will be not only informative, you can help out a local San Diegan with a, a fundraiser coming up, and you just will want to know for your own sake and for your body. Yes. Um, we have a guest today, and her name is Claudia Howdigy, and she is one of my best friends, yes. was a bridesmaid in my wedding, and also one of my husband's very best friends. Yeah. Um, so yay. family pretty much. Hey, Claudia. I consider you family. Yes. Oh, okay. Yay, 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 yay. And Dorothy, you've known Claudia too. Oh, I've known Claudia. We used to work out together at Orange Theory Fitness. Oh. Yeah. Remember that? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Claudia is the best. So I'm excited to have you on our episode today. Thank you for coming I, on. I need to get back on that working Girl, out. me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> All right. It's the end of the year, everybody. Let's just, let's just, let's just, let's just wait, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll yeah, start yeah. January 1st. Okay. New okay. decade. Right. New decade do me. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my god, new decade. I know. Stop. Doesn't that kind of like see I told okay, I know we're getting sidetracked, but uh, yesterday I looked at the moon and I was like, babe, it's the last full moon of the decade. Oh, Who are you? It. I know. She's really into this decade. <laughs> yeah. So changed. I don't even know you. Who am I? That's so funny. But yeah, you're right. It, it was is. the cold moon. It was. Mm-hmm. You didn't and know that, did you? I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't, why is it called the cold moon? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. I want to know. Anyways, let's get back to the real yeah, subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Claudia is here in studio with us. And um, Claudia, you is it your fiance that's putting on this event happening yes. on the 21st? Yes. My okay. fiance is putting on this event um, in honor of me and in honor of another organization called Clarity. Okay, and Clarity is an organization that helps women out with ovarian cancer? Correct. Okay, and Claudia, you have had ovarian cancer? I currently, unfortunately, still have ovarian cancer. Okay, so let's talk about that, um, and let's talk about your journey. How did you find out? How did you... How did all of this go for you? Tell us your story. Okay, so the main point that I want to bring out to everyone is that ovarian cancer is called the silent killer, which I found out after I was diagnosed. And it's because there aren't really huge symptoms to look for. Mm -hmm. And um, going back and thinking about it now, some of my best friends said, oh, you would always complain about this. And that's all it is, is what you feel is bloating. So anything you eat, anything you drink, one bite, you feel bloated. And I used to complain about it all the time, like, oh, I'm bloated, I can't go, I don't wanna go, it's an all day event and I just feel bloated and Mm. sick. Um, And I had no idea why. And I got Even checked at doctors. Even when you like, weren't on your period, yes. it, it was just day to day. Always bloat, like completely full, uncomfortable mm-hmm. feeling. And you know, you don't think cancer with that. You think, oh, maybe IBS, stomach right. yeah. problems. Right. Yeah. You know, something that's not too serious. And um, that was going on for I would say about a year, year and a half. 
the most I could think back about. And there's certain times I'll think when I was at brunch with my friends and I'm like, oh, I can't eat this. I can't drink one more mimosa. I can't drink even a sip because um, it was that bad of an uncomfortable feeling. So it wasn't pain. It's just bloating. So mm-hmm. I would say that's the main thing that I've learned through all of this is I want everyone to really be aware of their bodies. And if you've never had these symptoms before, like any type of stomach ache or bloat, that's something to to talk to your doctor about. Are there other symptoms to be looking out for? There really aren't. Jeez. So that's mm-hmm. why it's called the silent killer. Yeah. So most women just, oh, I'm having stomach issues and then it's too late. And the next thing is um, I do have a rare form of ovarian cancer and it's called low-grade serous ovarian. Mm -hmm. So ovarian cancer is a high, um, the cells create really um, fast, and that's why it's also called the silent killer because it grows so quickly, and if you have surgery, it spreads very easily. And so, yeah, so the the pro about what I have is, because there's not really a big pro in Mm. cancer, but, it's low grade because it's a very slow growing mm-hmm, cancer. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, since it was low grade, I, when they you know had surgery, I went to the emergency room because I was feeling that pain. I got a pain instead of just the blow. I started feeling a really bad pain, and it was like a irritating pain. And I couldn't go to the bathroom. I couldn't pee. I couldn't go number two. Wait, I couldn't wait, wait. do anything. Okay, so take us back to that day. Like, <clears throat> okay, to the day that, so, you, that all of this went down. So I had been feeling the more bloating. And oh, I'm sorry. There is another thing. You do go pee a lot. Mm. You pee more often. So oh, okay. So I had noticed that I would always. I was peeing a lot more. I did notice that. Okay. Like anything I did, I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom. I have to go to the bathroom. So you're like, gosh, what's wrong with me? I'm bloated and I have a small bladder. Yes, exactly. Yes. So those were, you know, you don't think cancer though. So that was going on. And I remember that, you know, I was going to baseball games and doing things and I always felt like I had to go to the bathroom. So um, I'm at work. The day I found out is I'm at work, normal day. And I remember I was hosting a call and I had to mute it and tell my boss, like, I, I can't be here. I need to go home. I felt um, I didn't even really know what anxiety was at that time, mm-hmm. but I felt like pressure on my chest, anxiety. I was sweating and I couldn't pee and I couldn't poop for hours. Mm. So I went home and I was like, not one drip would come out. I'm like, what is wrong with me? And um, but you had the urge to. Yes, the urge to. And then my friend called me just to call and chit chat. And that's when I knew something was completely wrong because when I answered the phone, I immediately just started crying. Oh my so it gosh. wasn't like a, and so I was like, I need to go to the ER. You're calling me, take me to the ER. And she yeah. was like, what's going on? Um, so I went to the ER and as you know, you know, I go saying I have an uncomfortable feeling that wasn't taken right away. Uh, and it wasn't until about midnight that they took me and I went in at 5 p.m. Oh, oh my, my gosh, God. you were waiting for seven Ever. hours? Yes. So I was very uncomfortable. I was waiting in the car and my friend was waiting in the ER for them to call my name because I was that uncomfortable. Um, And then at two in the morning, they already had done tests. And at two in the morning, they said, you have to have emergency surgery right now. And I was like, what? Oh my gosh. So I knew knew something was really wrong at that point, but I was in so much pain that I thought, you know, whatever, like, let's do this. So I called my family at three in the morning and... um, my sister, I woke up and my whole family was there. That's what all was, I remember. Wow. What 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 did they do? What surgery? So at that time, well, you know, it was emergency surgery. They just said we see, um, you know, something 
and by your ovary and we need to take it out and we don't know what it is. So I already was scared and thought, okay. But then I thought, you know, maybe it's benign or, yeah, you know, right. maybe it's like a huge cyst. I've had um, a family member who's had problems like that and had off surgery and it was really not a big deal. So, I, you know, I was thinking, well, it's in the family. It's probably no, nothing. So when they told you that you needed <clears throat> surgery, you definitely did not think cancer. No. Yeah. I didn't. I just thought they need to take it out and yeah. fine. So I called my sister because my parents were actually out of town. I think they're in Northern California at the time. I called my sister to come. Um, she called my parents. I found out later, of course. Um, all I know is I woke up from surgery and my whole family was there. It was about seven in the morning. Wow. And then um, my parents had caught a flight right away. Uh, yeah, they were in San Francisco and they were all there. And then that moment, though, I didn't know without them telling me that I had cancer because I woke up and I saw three doctors. I can remember it like it was yesterday. Um, three doctors walking up to me with their white coats and I felt like it was slow motion. Oh. I And I was just like, I have cancer. I have cancer. Why are there three doctors coming towards me? And my brother was with me and he was like, oh, I could see in his face, like, don't do this with me here. And he yeah. told the doctor, let me call my parents. Let me call my parents. And I remember the doctor saying, like, looking at him, like, calm down. Yeah, we need to yeah. talk to her. And I was like, oh, God. Um, I think the first few months, though, I was kind of, um, what is it called? Numb. Yeah. And, oh, and denial. Yeah. And mm -hmm. denial because. How long they, ago was this? The, this was September 2017. So September 13th is when I went to the ER. Mm -hmm. So I wake up September 14th and um, I believe they had removed one ovary, one fallopian tube where it was. And um, and that was great. They didn't remove everything because yeah. they were like, OK, she's not a mom yet. Right. And right. Um, they removed what they could. And they were very, very optimistic. They said, you know, you're young, you're gonna go through this chemotherapy and you're gonna be, it's gonna be fine. And, yeah. you know, at that time, you know, I don't know if I'm happy or mad about them telling me that because I was happy because it gave me something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. I thought, okay, this chemo is horrible, but I, I know I'm gonna be free of cancer when I'm yeah, done. And right. That's how I felt. So if they would have told me, I don't know if this is gonna work, I don't know if I would have been so positive. Mm. But um, yeah, unfortunately it didn't clear all of it away and I had to have another surgery and I also, I, I'm still, you know, an ovarian cancer fighter and I am on some chemo pills. So mm. I don't have to get it done through my veins anymore, which is great. Um, and this one's working very well. I get checked every three months and what's left is very small, um, but it's still cancer and right. needs to get out of my body. Right. So it is shrinking and shrinking every time I get a scan. Did, um, it's did they have to news. remove your other ovaries? Yes, they did. Tube? Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, so I don't have my ovaries or my fallopian tubes, but um, you know I live my life every day. I go yeah. to work. I'm engaged, and you know everything's going great for me. And the only trouble is, and why we're having the event is because the cost of everything. Um, you know. I see a lot of doctors and there's different approaches and there's CBD and there's, you know, THC and there's yoga and there's holistic oils and there's just so much out there. And I know that those things will help me. And then the ongoing cost, my doctors in Los Angeles. So traveling and the oh, copays man. and my medicines are ongoing forever. Right now it's like a forever. I have no idea when I'm going to be able to stop these medicines. And um, it's just ongoing costs that are not ending and it 
can pile up pretty quickly. So uh, my fiance sees that stress and I'm just trying to always hold it together. So he is a um, skateboarder. But he does downhill skating. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. But know nothing about it. I know nothing about it. What it, I didn't know what it was either until I started talking to him. And it is like a speed downhill skateboarding. It is scary. But if you look it up on YouTube, there are so many videos. There's so many people that do this. It's very impressive. So scary. It, look, it sounds I, entertaining as well. Yeah, right. right. I can't even skateboard on a flat street. So. She girl, me too. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, he um, is hosting this event because he has worked with, um, he's talked to this guy, He's his name's Scott, and he owns a skateboard shop here called Mirror Skate, and he travels the world with a team, and they, they literally travel the world and find these huge hills, and they skate them, and it's a thrill, you know, it's exciting, yeah. it's adrenaline rush, and uh, he loves doing that, so he works, he talks to him quite often, and you know, he thought, why not put on an event where people can have fun and they're donating to the cause? And then also the nonprofit organization I talked about earlier, Clarity, they help me a lot too. Um, they have support groups, and what they do is they're, they have scientists and doctors, and all they're doing is looking for a cure for ovarian cancer. So I go, I reach out to them a lot, talk to them a lot, and help them with fundraisers. Um, the problem with that is, you know, that that's not f for me. It's it's for everyone in mm -hmm. the county, mm -hmm. you know. So I'm helping them, and they're helping me with services. But this event is more to help me with my ongoing costs. Yeah. And um, so yeah, that's gonna be coming up December 21st. That's and, right, December 21st. And she's the homie, so yeah. <laughs> you know, we gotta hook Come it up. Support. We gotta hook it up. So where where was this at again? Okay, so um, this is a area in Poway. It's called Poway Pump Station. And there's a long road, you'll see it's called Caro Way, and it's a downhill, you know, road. So that's where they do the downhill skateboarding. Okay, that sounds so, pretty cool. Yes. Yeah, so I have a flyer with the zip code and the area, and um, Mirror Skate's also going to be advertising for me. And right now what we're doing is, um, if you do downhill skateboarding, or if you know anyone that does and wants to participate, um, they can buy a ticket on Eventbrite, mm -hmm. and then they'll just search for Skate for a Cure. But if you guys just want to help me out with this battle and help by donating, you know, it could be anything, a dollar, yeah. $20, it doesn't matter. Um, I do have my Venmo set up. And um, we can put that up there. Yeah, we'll put it up. We'll put name. all the info up. Which is Claudia Howdigy. And then um, I do have a public um, Instagram that I created just to tell my story and keep it out there. And it's called Teal There is a Cure. And it's teal because that's the cancer ribbon color for ovarian. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Because yeah, how, how old are you? I'm 33. 33. Yeah, I mean, that's so young to have... To have that news yeah. and then to go through all of this surgery and the chemo and like that's, it's not easy. I can't even imagine. And my cousin actually had ovarian cancer. I think she just had a, had a different kind, mm -hmm. but she had, she kind of same story. She went through chemo twice and it was kind of the same thing. Yeah. Like we didn't know that she was sick. She didn't know that she was sick. And then all of a sudden one day we got a call like, hey, Jimin has cancer and she yeah. might be dying. And we're like, it's scary. Yeah. It's terrifying. So, Claudia, I want to go back to your story okay. and, and all the times that you felt these things and then you talked to the doctors and what have they told you? Like, what could you have looked out for? How could could this have been prevented? 
what would you tell women other than listening to their body right now? I mean, I, I, it's just, I know that it's silent. I know. The only thing that I've always said is I don't know why they changed the, to get checked every three years or something or five mm-hmm. years for mm-hmm. a pop smear. Pop smear I, yeah. I don't know why they changed that. I know. I feel like they keep it's pushing longer. it back. Yeah. I think it was right. three years and now it's five years. Um, that too, I, I think why, you know, that's a precious area down there where a lot of diseases could occur. So, I really think you should push to get checked every year. Um, however, there's there's things you need to tell them to look for. It's not just, oh, do a pap smear, you know. Yeah. You want to say, oh, I have a, I feel pressure down there. Like okay. anything you're feeling, explain that and mm. push for a pap. It literally takes like five, ten minutes yeah. to do one. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. And um, also there's a blood test. So I don't know if they'll just do this for anyone, but... The test that I always take, and it's like a cancer marker test, it's called the CA-125. So if you ever feel out of nowhere, you have these crazy symptoms, even if it's not ovarian, anything that's going on, um, there's a CA-125 test, and that, that checks for cancer in your in your body. For any kind of cancer. I believe so. But that's, yeah, yeah because my dad um, had a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer, and they did that same test, and I do that test currently. Mm-hmm. And so it's like your number has to be under 35 for like a normal non-cancerous human being. Um, and mine was like, I believe, like in the 200s when I first found out. Oh, wow. Um, and now it's down into the 40s. Oh, so wow. Okay. Oh, so, so it's, it's the, getting lower. It's getting okay. lower. Okay. Yeah. Um, is, does, does anyone, do they, do the doctors say that this is something that is, runs in the family or can anyone just get this or it? So that's a scary part. It does not run in my family. Okay. And I also did genetic testing mm-hmm. and they found nothing abnormal in my body. So they have no idea why I got this type of cancer. Wow. Um, just a little cell in my body wanted to have a party and mess it up I guess I don't know um I I they they don't know I'm actually um going through those chemo pills which I told you and my Los Angeles doctor said well there's actually something else called immunotherapy so it's like I I I don't know too much about it but they inject your your body and it's like you're fighting your own battle with cancer and I really wanted to go that route but there was some tests they did and they're like well you're on the verge of either way Mm -hmm. so this the chemo pills have been working great for me, so That's we're good. staying on that path. Yeah. But she said she could submit some other tests that really try to target why this happened to me, and the immunotherapy may help even more and get rid of it. So it's going to take a few months. You know, I don't know all that doctor stuff, but um, I am on that path as well, which could potentially even be better than what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but right now I'm sticking on this path. I just I've I've known you for so many years now and I'm just always so impressed with how positive you remain Claudia and I'm just so proud of you and I try you you Don't are make me cry. I'm gonna cry it okay me cry. I'm, listen I'm pregnant okay that's my excuse for everything <laughs> but seriously I mean it's just I this I'm I'm listening to you and your journey and how many ups and downs and unknowns and it's it's got to be hard for a woman too you yeah. know to, and then it's just like there's so many unanswered questions you know mm-hmm. all these questions yeah. i'm asking you and just I, like there's no real answer yeah, it's really all an answer strange because yeah i've had all those questions where i've been really down and then now i'm like okay well i'm still alive so i just need to live my life like it took me a long time to be able to talk like this yeah. you know i cried 
many times talking about it, but I've just reached a point to it's like, okay, well, I got to do what the doctors say. And I did find the right doctor. I've, I didn't have the right doctor at first. And, okay. you know, I did my own research. That's why I found Clarity. Mm -hmm. I called Cancer Centers of America. They found me a Kaiser doctor because I work for Kaiser and I'm in that Kaiser community and I needed a Kaiser doctor. And yeah. they found me a Kaiser doctor, highly recommended in Los Angeles. So, um, I'm so lucky that they found her for me and she, I really feel like she's, do you mind? Life. I mean, maybe there's a listener out there that's kind of going through the same thing, looking for a doctor. Do you mind saying your doctor's name? Oh, her name is Dr. Axtell. Dr. Axtell. Yeah. Okay. I'm all, I'm not, there's so many doctors. Dr. Axtell in Los Angeles. Yeah. She's yeah. great. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, Claudia. Well, oh, I no. love you so much. And I, again, just am so impressed with all this. And I know that there were times, I mean, we're very close, you I know, know, and I know there were times where I've asked and mm -hmm. you're just like, I don't want to talk about it. You know, yeah. I just like, to, I just want to have a good day today and I don't want to talk about it. And I respect that. I know. You know? Well, she, you're amazing at that. You're like, oh, I get it. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, because it's. Nobody knows. Yeah. You're the only one that knows what you're going through. You know what I mean? You're the only one yeah. in your body that's dealing with it in this way, you know? Yeah. So um, I'm just, I'm I'm still so grateful for our friendship. And I'm so glad that you were able to come on this podcast and talk about that because I never knew. No, I, know, I had no idea. I mean, just the kind of the same that you're talking about. Seeing you on social media, it's always yeah. been very positive, so positive, you know? So we really do thank you for coming on and being so open and honest yeah. about it. Thanks yeah. for having me. I just, yeah, I want to spread the word that it's uh, a silent killer. So just always listen to your body. Always listen to your body for yeah. sure. And tell us about the event again. It's happening on December 21st. Yes, it's from 1 to 4, so it's just three hours long. And um, if you want to donate and go watch the, if you've never seen this and you're interested, you can go watch the skateboarders. Um, it's really entertaining. And you think, how can they do this? They go really fast. I've, yeah, I've, I'm so curious. I've, I've followed my fiance before in a car and I'm going like 45, 50. And really? he's on a skateboard. Well, yes. it's kind of like, so. like when you're snowboarding um, down a huge yeah, mountain, yeah. right? Uh -huh. Oh, man, that's yeah. scary. scary. It's thrilling, but it can also be like Yeah, that. this is like Which cars. you love, by the way. I do, but I know I don't go 40 miles per hour. Hour, oh, okay, okay. yeah, and this—I yeah. mean, there, these there's there's pros, and they even yeah. go faster. And I mean, he's getting there; they they get really fast. So, um, takes a lot of practice, but good for them. I can't do that, but yeah, twelve twenty one. Um, the flyer is on my Instagram page, which mm -hmm. is public, and it's at, at Claudie Marie. And then also on the Instagram page, I made uh, about my journey, which is Teal. There is a cure underscore. And then, uh, so I have flyers on there, flyers on my Facebook. Uh, my fiance's put up flyers at places where the skateboarders skate. Uh, yeah, and we'll share it uh, we'll with our Instagram it. and put it in our podcast description too. For yeah, this episode. one thing too. What? Uh, we're doing raffles. Um, all the skateboarders know this brand, Sector 9. They're huge. Oh, yeah. Uh, they sent us um, a giveaway items, skateboard, gloves. Um, there's downhill gloves. That's why. Socks. They gave us some cool stuff. And Mirror Skate uh, is also donating. And then we're going to have other raffles for the non-skateboarders like Amazon and stuff like that. So. Oh, very cool. Like Something for, me, for everybody. So. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, nothing about skateboarding. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So we'll post all of this on our Instagram and our Facebook and all of that information. And thank you again, Claudia, for coming Thanks in. for having and me. And we wish you the best. And are hoping that that count just keeps going down. Yes. Thank you. We Hope's love you. Going down. Yeah. I love you guys, too. You guys are the best. <laughs> uh, and we can, uh, we can find, you can find you on Instagram where again? 
uh, Claudie Marie. Okay, Claudie Marie, or till and till there is a cure underscore for her ovarian cancer awareness uh, page. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me on Instagram at I'm Tanya Gonzalez. And uh, I'm at Dorothy on air. Yeah, and you can we you can listen to me on John and Tammy <laughs> on 103.7 KSON from 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. and Dorothy on Kixie 96.5 uh, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.